Hey there, you ink-slinging sages, keyboard warriors, and titans of typesetting. Ray Evans here with another episode of the Pen to Profit podcast. Today's episode is titled, Book Reviews, How to Harness Them to Get More Book Sales. Good old book reviews, the literary world's version of Yelp, but with less complaining about portion sizes and surly waiters, and more arguments about plot holes and character development. You'd better brace yourselves because today we're diving into the fascinating, perplexing, and oh-so-spicy realm of book reviews and how to use them to help you catapult your literary career. Welcome to the Pin to Profit Podcast. This show is the fiction author's one-stop shop for all things writing, from pinning captivating prose to the nitty-gritty of grammar to tips, tricks, and insider advice on marketing to turn your passion for writing into cold, hard cash. Because the only thing better than writing the next great American novel is making a fortune doing it. Am I right? With our guidance, you'll be raking in book sales faster than a cheetah on roller skates chasing a squirrel with a winning lottery ticket. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get ready to go on a rollicking ride into the realm of riding riches. Because the Pin to Profit podcast starts now. Let's start this chat off with why are book reviews so important anyway? Book reviews are to the literary world what IMDb ratings are to movies. Everyone looks at them, but not everyone knows how to use them. First off, they're not just ego strokes or heartbreaks. They're also powerful marketing tools. Good reviews can make your book look like the Shakespearean equivalent of The Godfather, while bad reviews can relegate your opus to dollar bin limbo. We're talking social proof here, people. A strong average rating can make your book stand out in the endless sea of titles, especially if you're an indie author swimming upstream against the mainstream. I mean, even Stephen King gets one-star reviews. So let's not pretend that every review is a nail in the coffin, all right? But take your five stars with grace, respond politely to the constructive criticism, and use the positive comments as testimonials on your website or back cover. Oh, and speaking of websites, if you don't have one, which you should, by the way, be sure to check out episode 7, which is titled Six Essential Elements of a Writer's Website, Your Digital Home Base, Not Just a Fancy Doorstop. They give your book legitimacy. Think of reviews as the literary world's version of the good housekeeping seal of approval. People are more likely to invest their hard-earned dollars and even more valuable time into your book if they see that other readers have given it the thumbs up or even the thumbs down. At least it sparks curiosity, right? Now let's talk algorithms. Oh yeah, you didn't think this would turn into a math class, did you? But bear with me. The more reviews your book has, the more it pleases the algorithmic gods of platforms like Amazon. That means your book is more likely to be suggested to readers who have shown an interest in similar books. So you could say book reviews are the unsung heroes or villains pushing your work in front of fresh eyeballs. And remember, we're living in an age where even your grandma checks reviews before buying a new phone cover on Amazon. People trust online reviews almost as much as they trust recommendations from friends and family. So those little paragraphs under the stars on your book's page, they're not just reviews, they're mini sales pitches for or against your book. You want to make it to the bestseller list or even just pay rent this month with your royalties? Reviews help. 
and not just the five-star, OMG, this changed my life, kind. Even the three-star, meh, it was alright reviews contribute to a complex, multifaceted look at your book. It's like you're crowdsourcing your book report, and each review adds another layer to your book's public persona. A one-star review saying your science fiction book was too scientific could be a selling point for someone else who loves hard sci-fi. Okay, gang. We've established that book reviews are the Benjamins of the literary world. They're your street cred. They make you rich in visibility. But how do you actually get them? You can't just stand on a street corner ringing a bell and yelling, Spare a review, sir. Though, to be fair, that would be a Dickensian way to go about it. Step number one. Ask for it. I mean it, ladies and gents. Sometimes you gotta be Oliver Twist asking for some more reviews. Include a friendly note at the end of your book inviting the reader to share their thoughts. This can be as simple as saying, hey, if you enjoyed the escapade, consider leaving a review. It helps more than you think. In marketing, this is called a call to action. You're basically telling the person what action you want them to take because nine out of 10 times, they won't take any action if you don't give them one. The NetGalley Gambit is another method. NetGalley is like a watering hole where reviewers, librarians, and other industry folks congregate. You submit your book there and voila, it's open season. Though be prepared, it's not always for the faint of heart. Some of these folks make Gordon Ramsay and Simon Cowell look like kindergarten teachers. Another angle is your social media platform. You've got your Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the whole digital rat pack. Use them. And I don't mean just a single post drowned out by memes and political rants. Be consistent, but not spammy. Tease your audience. Make them want to be the ones to discover the next big thing, which naturally is your book. And how can we forget Goodreads? the place where book lovers go to express their undying love and occasional rage against the literary machine. Do a giveaway. That's like throwing chum into shark-infested waters. People love free stuff, and if all it costs them is a little time and maybe a review, then you'll have reviews pouring in like bad similes in a first draft. But here's the catch. Be prepared for a mix of reviews. You're going to get the good, the bad, and the ugly. Think of it as the full Clint Eastwood experience. Each review, regardless of how many stars it comes with, gives you insights. It shows you what resonates with people and what needs a little more time in the editing room. If you want three more surefire ways to land reviews for your next or even your last book, check the show notes where you can get a copy of my free ebook, How to Get 100 Book Reviews in a Week. Now guys, I wanted to talk about negative reviews. Let me start off by saying that if you're out there writing and publishing, a one-star review isn't a matter of if, it's a matter of when. If you haven't gotten one yet, congratulations. You're like a unicorn who's never seen rain. But even unicorns get wet sometimes. First off, let's get something straight. Not all negative reviews are a declaration of World War III against your literary career. Some are constructive. You know, like the way your high school English teacher circled every other word in red, but it somehow made you better? Yeah, that. If someone points out a plot hole or a character inconsistency, don't go on a woe is me Hamlet monologue. Take notes. Consider whether the criticism is valid. You might be looking at free expert advice here, but then, uh, we've got the trolls. The people who would probably write a scathing review of the Bible because it's too preachy. The key, do not, I repeat, do not engage. Ever watched a YouTube comment war? It's like watching a car wreck. You can't look away, but nobody comes out unscathed. If you retaliate, you're not just feeding the troll, you're setting up a buffet. Take it from someone who's seen authors go nuclear over a two-star review. It doesn't end well. Even established authors aren't immune to the slings and arrows of outrageous reviews. 
Remember J.K. Rowling? Of course you do. Go to Amazon. Her Harry Potter series has some one-star reviews claiming it promotes witchcraft. Let's get real here. If a book could teach witchcraft, I would have turned my landlord into a toad years ago. The reality is, negative reviews add a sort of, shall we say, texture to your book's profile. A bunch of five-star reviews with no dissenting opinions looks like a North Korean election, suspiciously unanimous and very, very disingenuous. Negative reviews make the good ones look genuine, which is golden in the era of fake news, deep fakes, and even faker influencers. Negative reviews are a rite of passage. It's like being hazed in the fraternity of authors, except the bruises to your ego are metaphorical. Just remember, like a fine wine or a stinky cheese, you're going to get better with time. And finally, I want to talk about how to leverage your reviews. You can write all the marketing copy in the world, but people trust people, not ads. So let's get down to the nuts and bolts of how to make these reviews your unpaid sales force. First off, you've got your four and five star reviews. These are your platinum hits, your literary greatest hits album. Don't just let them sit there like a wallflower at the school dance. Put them to work. How? Well, the first step is your book cover. If you've got a glowing quote, there's no better bling for your book cover than some 24-karat praise. Ever heard of a little book called To Kill a Mockingbird? Harper Lee had a whole collection of raving reviews on the jacket, and I think we all know how that turned out. But hey, let's not forget the magic of social media. Create some snazzy graphics with review quotes and use them as regular posts. You know how Instagram models always seem to find the right light? Well, you've got to find the right quote that'll make your book look like the bell of the ball. Now let's talk about your author website or blog. You do have one, right? If not, that's a topic for an upcoming episode, so be sure to subscribe to this show on your podcast app of choice so you don't miss it, by the way. For those in the know, having a dedicated reviews or praise section is a power move. It's like having a trophy room, but less tacky. It's where the uncertain wanderers can go and see that, yes, you are indeed the literary genius you claim to be. Okay, what about those newsletters? Ah, yes, the modern-day campfire where you sit around and tell stories with your readers. Here, you can include snippets of reviews as social proof. A glowing review can convince that on-the-fence subscriber to take the plunge and actually buy the book. And then there's the more, let's say, unconventional way to use reviews. Read them aloud. Make a video of you reading your most glowing or even hilarious reviews and post it up on TikTok, YouTube, or Instagram. It's a great way to show you have skin in the game and that you're confident about your work. Think of it as doing a stand-up routine where the audience has already written the punchlines for you. In the big picture, these reviews are more than just stars and text. They're a reflection of your brand. The way you engage with them, celebrate them, and even react to the not-so-stellar ones says a lot about you. You remember that classic Ernest Hemingway quote, There is nothing to writing. All you do is sit down at a typewriter and bleed. Well, reviews are the transfusions that keep you alive in the literary ecosystem. There you have it. A deeper cut into why book reviews are your novel's best frenemies. Love them or hate them, but you just can't ignore them. So keep on writing and keep on encouraging those reviews. Just try not to pull a Hemingway and challenge your critics to a duel, all right? This is Ray Evans from the Pen to Profit podcast signing off. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so this show can reach more people. And it gives me a warm and fuzzy feeling inside when I see those reviews rolling in too. Until next time, as we say around these parts, the pen is mightier than the sword. Unless you're in a sword fight, then you're screwed. Thanks for tuning in to the Pen to Profit Podcast. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us today, swing by iTunes.
or your podcast app of choice and leave a rating and write a review. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get more of this grammar goulash delivered piping hot to your ear holes every week. And if you're looking for more tips, tricks, and free trainings that aren't available anywhere else, click the link in the show notes to join the Author Success Hub Facebook group. It's one part mastermind group and one part creative writing workshop. Except you can attend in your pajamas without judgment. Plus, you'll be mixing it up with fellow authors who are all about that writing and profiting life. Until next time, keep putting pen to paper and turning those pages to profit. Ciao.